It's another beautiful morning in the tent, and I'm sure you're on the edge of your seat. I know I am. Which of our contestants will take home the trophy? We're down to the last bakers. Welcome to the Great Kid Bake Off. Good morning, bakers. Good, good morning. morning. A good morning it is. We've got a very special challenge this morning. Muffins. Muffins? I'm pretty good at those, so I think I've got a shot. I've never made muffins before. I'll give it a shot, I guess. You may make any kind of muffins that you like, but they must be moist and dense. And of course, delicious. On your mark, get set, bake. I did some research before this challenge, and it looks like I'm going to need to be careful. If I make the batter too light and fluffy, I'll just have made cupcakes, and I'll have failed the challenge, so best not do that. Gabrielle's decided to stick to the classics and is making blueberry muffins with banana chunks to give it a fruity pop. Tell us about your muffins, Gabby. Well, it's not something I'm used to, so I decided to go with a classic with my own twist. Oh, interesting. Good luck. I'll need it. Whereas Everett is taking a more inventive approach. This looks ambitious. Yeah, I figured I knew a lot about muffins already, so it'd be fun to make something super different. Everett's muffins will have spiral-shaped bases flavored with cinnamon and raisins topped with a sugar glaze and maraschino cherries. It's kind of a Belgian bun kind of concept. I look forward to seeing the end result. You look like you're having fun. Yeah, well, gotta enjoy the process, you know. If you don't, the stress will get to you. Like Everett over there. He's looking really frazzled. I, I'm focused. There's a difference. Right. So, Gabby, you want to share your secret? Oh, there's no secret. I just listen to the radio. The radio. I'm pretty sure that's cheating. No, it isn't. I'll prove it. Was that a baking pun? No. Just hit the button, please. Okay. Hey, Mr. Jacobs. Can you give me a hand? Sure, Everett. What's up? I've never used one of these before. What do I do? A piping bag, huh? Well, ordinarily, you would put this piece in the bag first, and then you would put the piping tip here, and then put this ring piece over and screw it down tight. I might have a problem then. Yeah, you probably shouldn't have put the icing in the bag before you got the nozzle figured out. Well, like most of my mistakes, looks like this one's gonna be a little messy. Oh, this is where everyone is. Hi, guys. Good morning, Mr. Brian. Want a muffin? Sure, Gabby. There aren't any nuts in here, are there? I don't think so. Are you allergic? No, it's just a texture thing. Mmm. They are pretty good. What brings you around this morning, Brian? Oh, <laughs> sorry. Take your time. I, w I was just stopping by to see if I could use your garage again. Oh. Making another Franken-car? No, actually just needed to see what's going on with my first one. I've got a light that keeps coming on and it won't pass inspection. Hmm, will Thursday afternoon work? Should, thanks so much. Hey, do you guys smell that? Oh no, I forgot to set the timer. So much for a second batch, they're all ruined. I'm sorry, Gabby, I should have double-checked on them. No, it's okay. I wanted to do it myself anyway. Guess this is what happens when I try to do that, huh? That happens to all of us. You know, these don't look too bad. I don't know. They're pretty burnt, Mr. Brian. They might be a little dark, but you know, I'm pretty sure the birds wouldn't mind at all. That's a good idea. I might even have a feeder in the garage that I've been meaning to set up all month. Great! I'll help you with that. 
And I'll set the timer for this batch of muffins. And I guess I'll listen to the radio. <sighs> What's the matter, Gabby? Oh, just watching the birds pecking at my burnt muffins out there. It's kind of depressing. They look pretty happy. How is that depressing? Everett, we're making muffins, not bird food. How would you feel if the only ones who liked your baking were birds? Probably would feel like a failure. Well, I can't say you're wrong about that. All right, we're back. A little brisk out there, huh, Lionel? Oh, yes, sir. I'm thinking some coffee and a fresh muffin might hit the spot right about now. I'll heat up some water. So everything going okay in here? Yeah, we just listened to the radio, finished a few batches of muffins, and talked about being a failure. A failure, huh? Well, I wasn't a failure. That was Gabby. Yep, that's me. Hmm. And why do you think you're a failure? Um, in case you didn't notice, Mr. Jacobs, I messed up. I didn't remember to use the timer, and a dozen muffins had to get thrown out, just because I wasn't paying attention. Okay, is that all? Isn't that enough? Hmm, well, I'll put it this way, Gabby. If burning a batch of muffins is enough to make you a failure, then I'd say the whole world is doomed. Way to make me feel better, Mr. Jacobs. <laughs> what I meant is, though it might seem like a huge thing right now, compared to all of the big issues and problems in the world, I think we'll be okay. Unless you let it become bigger than it really is. What do you mean? We all have a choice when things don't go well for us. We can let it cripple our spirits, stopping us from doing anything, or we can decide to move on. It's like the saying goes, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Besides, failing isn't actually a bad thing if you think about it. I'm pretty sure it is, Mr. Bryan. How could failing at anything be a good thing? Yeah, and what does the Bible have to say about all this? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that whole try, try again thing isn't a Bible verse. Well, it isn't exactly a Bible verse, but I'm pretty sure the idea is in the Bible. Right, Lionel? Hmm. There are a few good ones, but I think one of the best examples is in 2 Corinthians 4, where Paul is talking about how he's been having a hard time teaching other people about the good news. He talks about how people wouldn't listen to God's message of hope and that they would treat him badly for saying such things. Sounds like if his whole job was to teach people about God, he was failing, wouldn't you say? But he wasn't. I mean, was Paul a failure? No, he wasn't. And that's what this chapter is talking about. Here God tells us that the reason we can keep on going isn't because of how good we are, but because God will be with us and will help us get through it. It can be easy to think that because things aren't working out for us, we must not be good enough for God. But He's the one who decides how much you're worth. And seeing as He died to save you, you must be worth a lot. Yeah, I guess so, huh? Do you have a drama script about this, Mr. Jacobs? I might have something around here that might be close. Let me go look. And I'll get these muffins out of the oven. And I'll listen to the radio. And now, from the garage of Lionel Jacobs comes the poetic drama, The Hundred Dollar Bill, an adapted Christian teaching about value. One day, a businessman stepped out from his home. His face was freshly shaven, his hair was neatly combed. I'm going on a business trip in a city far away. I'm bringing with me money for the prices I must pay. But as he climbed into his car, a bill slipped from his hand. It blew away in the wind and traveled across the land. 
It first blew through a forest, and then it became trapped, for it was blown against a tree and it stuck upon the sap. A while later, a hiker came. Eureka! I am rich! This he loudly stated as he pulled it from the pitch. But the wind blew it from his hand despite the sticky tack. No, wait, you're my hundred. Oh, hundred, please come back. But it did not, and instead rolled on the dusty ground, where it came upon a pig who was rooting all around. Well, hello there, said the pig, dirt clinging to her face. I've never seen a thing like you. I wonder how you taste. So she licked the dollar up. Imagine dog drool only wet her. But before long, she spat it out. You know what? I've tasted better. The wind picked up and carried off the hundred-dollar bill. It visited places like sewer pond, smokestacks, and garbage hill. It blew across a highway. It was rushed and crushed and marked until it floated to a lot where a familiar car was parked. There you are! I really thought that you were gone for sure. The businessman picked up the bill. It was his once more. He washed it off and held it tight. For though it had been maimed, the value of this hundred bill was obviously unchanged. And so, my dear listener, it's about time you know. It doesn't matter how bad you've been, or if you're feeling low. God loves you no matter what. He proves it every day. If you need love and His strength, He won't send you away. Just go to Him and ask for help. He's ready and He's willing. Because you're worth more than a hundred cash. You're more like fifteen billion. Right, that's the last tin of muffins. Once these cool, we can put the icing on them, and we'll be done. I know I didn't do much to make them, but do you think I could take a couple home with me? You can take a couple of mine. Mine too, if you and Mr. Jacobs answer a question I've been thinking about. Oh, I don't know. Depends on the question, I guess. They're really good. She has a point, Brian. Okay, Gabby. I guess I can't resist. What's your question? You said earlier that failing at stuff wasn't a bad thing, and then we got distracted and talked about how just because we don't always get things right, it doesn't mean that God loves us less. So you wanted me to clear up what I meant about failing not being bad. Yeah. Well, I might need some Bible knowledge to back this up, Mr. Jacobs. But there are a few reasons it could be good to fail. For one thing, a lot of the time we can learn a lot more from our failures than when we get things right. Really? I mean, you did learn to remember to set the timer for the muffins. Hmm. I guess you've got a point, Everett. Does the Bible back this up, Mr. Jacobs? I think so. Proverbs 26:11 and Psalm 119:71 tells us that a wise person doesn't keep doing what is wrong, but instead learns from their mistakes. Okay, so that's kind of good, but it's not really super clear that failing is a good thing. All right. Well, how about this? Sometimes we fail because what we're trying to do isn't what God wants us to do. Like making muffins? Eh, not exactly. But if we look at a lot of the stories in the Bible, we'll see a lot of people trying to do things and failing because it's not what God wants them to do. Like what? I can think of a few. In Genesis 11, we read about a city that people were trying to use to show how they didn't need God. They were going to build a giant tower as a symbol of the power of humanity. And to defy God's command to go explore the rest of the world. Obviously, that didn't work out. There's also a story of King Saul in 1 Samuel. He spent years trying to kill God's servant David. He failed over and over. Okay, I'm a little confused. Obviously, these people weren't doing the right thing. But we're talking about the stuff us kids do. 
We're not kings or city builders, but we do fail a lot. How can we tell if we are failing because we are learning or if we aren't doing what is right? Good question. And though it's a pretty big topic, I think one of the best ways is to do what it says in Psalm 119, starting in verse 9. There God tells us that the way we make sure that we are living for Him is to use the Bible to show us how to live. Philippians 2.3 and James 4.3 also tell us that when we are doing things, even if they are the right things, we need to make sure we are doing them for the right reason. Yeah. Besides all that, failing is just part of life that helps us grow stronger and learn, like it says in James 1. We learn to keep going, we get wiser, and in short, it makes us better people. Okay, I guess that explanation works. How many lessons would you like? Hmm, I'll just take a couple. They'll make nice snacks while I work on my car. Mm, Speaking of which, I need to get some paperwork done. I'll see you on Thursday, Lionel. I'll be here. Take care. See ya. Do you think these muffins are cool enough to decorate, Mr. Jacobs? I think they should be. Need help with the piping bag? Nope, I've learned my lesson. Well, I think I'm done. I guess I'll start packing them up in bags. Good idea. Are we done listening to the radio for now? Yeah, I'll turn it off.